Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing because I just tried to say Hello, everybody. And I came out looking or sounding like Dolly Parton. I'm very tired. It's been a very long week. Hence why this episode is late. But better late than never. Am I right, Dre? You are correct. Dre is sitting at a very safe social distance across the room from me. She is now in my circle of approved people. <laughs> um, there's not that many people in my I'm, circle of no, approved people. No, I am people. privileged. I understand. I'm not, it's not even that. But like just because lockdown is easing, I'm still safe being quite protective of who i see etc yeah. just just out of personal preference um but are you feeling a little bit more positive about the way things are easing or how are you feeling about that whole shebang i am i mean it, it was gonna have to happen and i suppose slowly slowly careful mm-hmm. is a good way of approaching it and yeah. i think people are doing not doing too bad now well <laughs> well I let's mean. see what happens next week and the week after because pennies is opening yeah, and, <laughs> and when the weather because at the minute it's pissing rain yeah so you know when the weather kicks back off this is i it. should probably say welcome to private education the smart sector <laughs> relationships <laughs> podcast so i just glossed over that whole bit um and welcome to andrea jane doyle Thanks. dr andrea jane doyle <laughs> to use your full title <laughs> uh dr Dre, welcome so um as you've probably gathered now when when dre is around we tend to do um we tend to answer agony ant style questions that have come in from listeners and i've got some juicy ones we've got three juicy ones um we've actually it's interesting i got in a platonic question i'm excited for that one too yeah because like you know yes sex and relationships grand but like relationships can be can be platonic as well i mean friendships and you know relationships with your colleagues and relationships with your family and all are important and all are at times difficult to navigate Absolutely, and think you know, some sometimes some take preference over others, and you know, absolutely, you need to find a balance. Okay, we'll start with okay. Hit me, hit me. You pick one, two, or three. Two. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why. I, said <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <It's>, I mean, <laughs> any of them are good. Okay, so this uh, it's a female. I will confirm. I'm not going to give you her name because I don't do that. It's all anonymous, which is you know just I say that because if anyone ever has a question they want to send in I'm not going to be like and this person is called this and she's from Carlo you know okay I don't know why I picked Carlo I was gonna ask (laughs) I don't know it's my it's actually like my county of choice when I'm given an example of a county okay yeah that's that's not interesting okay so this is what the message says hey Ashling I'm so done with the apps Oh, yes. <laughs> All <laughs> of them. <laughs> All of them. Well, it just says, I'm so done with the apps. I was texting a fella for four weeks. He seemed normal and nice. I turned up to our social distance, social distance date. That's a mouthful. And we seemed to get on. But he had numerous red flags. Such as driving illegally. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know what that means. Was he driving like through a park? Did he could, like, did pull he? into the? Did he? Yeah. Anyway, continue. Or, or maybe he was banned from driving and he yeah, was driving anyway. Sorry, I'm dating illegal one. driving. I wouldn't, whether or not I, I illegally drove to the date and whatever illegal means, yeah. I wouldn't rock up and be like, how are you getting on? Yeah, I drove here illegally. Like, how did that no. come out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't have a license. You know, like, yeah. how did that come Anyway. Up? Anyway, we'll move on. So she says, numerous red flags, such as driving illegally, being a big drinker, who blacks out. Okay. And slagging off a previous Tinder date. Ah, okay. okay. So these are, in fairness to her, Massive these are red, red flags. flags. He seemed very hyper and wouldn't stop talking to the point I wondered was he high at times. Is that what she meant by illegal driving? Oh God, maybe yeah. Anyway. Although he'd hardly be like, yes, I took some pills and then did a few loops around the roundabout. Do you know what I mean? He probably didn't say probably that. Probably didn't say that. No. And so, okay, then she says, I had to interrupt him to get a word in edgeways. Anyway, determined to make things progress, I suggested a second date, which he agreed to. Then he ghosted me and stood me up. Even though I've so much to offer, I feel I've done something wrong to be the one who was ghosted. How do I get over this? <sighs> There's... Yeah, well, I mean... <laughs> well, first of all... First of all... Let's start with the fact that I don't think he was Prince Charming. Absolutely not. I think that's safe to say. I think, if anything, you know, you've dodged a illegally driving bullet. Yeah. You Potentially know. high illegally driving bu- bullet. Um, I was about to say budgie. Because <laughs> I was, I don't yeah, know, I I don't know, know why. I'm a bit giddy. And actually, this is really breaking my heart. But you can hear Maisie, my dog, is at the door of the room that we're currently in. And she's crying because she hasn't seen her Andy Dre in, <laughs> what, three months, four it's months? Ju- yeah. And it was a beautiful reunion. A beautiful <laughs> reunion. Anyway, sorry. Back to the question. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's safe to say, you know... I, I, I understand the question isn't around, no, you know, this particular, this particular person. I think it's, you know, what what does the listener think she's done wrong to be ghosted or to deserve to be ghosted? Yeah. But I don't think there'll be any love lost with um, Dangerous Driving Dave, you know? Yeah. D-D-D. I don't know if that's his name. <laughs> um, yeah, he sounds like a bit of a an interesting character. character. <laughs> I got there before you or at the same time I, I I understand though because I have had similar experiences on the apps and the, go, apps, the, yeah. the apps go through phases of having them not having them like having them on in the background and not mm-hmm. checking them and um because it is it can be hard and you put yourself out there even if you're not actually seeing someone in the midst of lockdown but you're you know you're carving out time to reply to messages and that sounds like you know that that doesn't sound like a lot, but it is when you're. No, it is a yeah. lot. Carving out time to reply to messages is a legitimate thing. Like as in day to day, I actually have to make a concerted effort to go. Okay, I must go through my inbox. Yeah. On on Instagram, and I wouldn't get like hundreds of thousands of messages by any stretch. But like, I do take the time to reply to pretty much everyone in in some way or other. And, and you I do have to carve out time. Exactly, and at the beginning. It can be, it's not difficult, but you're, you know, you're trying your best to get to know somebody and put mm. your best foot forward. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's a little bit more than like saying like, yeah, grab milk on the way home. It's cool, effort. thanks. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And, you know, yeah. so it is more effort. Yeah. Um, And then when it goes on for a while and then all of a sudden drops off, you're just, you're left thinking like, what have I done? 
like like what did I say? Mm. And especially when the contact, the physical contact has been so minimal, you start looking back over the texts and what you start analysing yeah, what yeah. you said and when you said it and how quickly you said it and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But I don't think that has anything to do with what's actually happened to be no. fair. And I always say this to you because, you know, there have been times in the past when you've said to me, do you think I, you know, you you do second guess your text behavior sometimes. Yeah. Um, or you're like chatting in an app or whatever. And I'm always saying to you, and it's much easier said than done. Like, believe me, I know that because if I wasn't, you know, if I was dating and, and on the apps, the apps, the apps, I would be the same. I would be so insecure and constantly qu- questioning, was I d- too forward? Was I too laid back? Was I given too much of myself away was I not given enough was I being too funny was I intimidating was I not being funny enough was I you know yeah there's a geez there's a million questions you could be asking yourself and the likelihood is that unless you did something like overtly offensive (laughs) it's probably unlikely that anything you did caused the person to ghost you 100 percent 100% and then sometimes what's a good idea to do is to look back at it can seem like a sudden change in behavior but if you look back and see the proportion of your messages to their messages sometimes Mm -hmm. it can be once they're gone it can be a bit of an eye opener because then you realize oh I was actually carrying this conversation yeah and like you do and you do tend to be like okay I'll be positive (laughs) here you you, you sorry I'm laughing because I just remembered a, a meme that I really like and, and it was like a, all it said was I hate when you're like having to like be funny and zesty in conversation when the other person is a, slam, a sl- slice of dry bread or something I can't, or a, a slice of damp bread that's what it was and <laughs> she, it, the thing was like I hate when you're being a fun and zex- zesty texter and the other person is being a slice of damp bread and like that's how you do feel sometimes. It is how you do yeah. feel, and you're you're you know you're cracking your best jokes, joke, 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 and then <laughs> joke, joke, <laughs> yeah, joke. exactly. That's, that's what you think of. That's where you go. You're like, oh, was that too much? What like for anyone younger than uh, what twenty five? That was a friend's reference. A friend's reference. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think whether it happened four weeks in, mm-hmm. whether it happened eight weeks in, yeah, three months down the line, it probably was going to happen. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like and, and I mean, in this particular instance, I think yeah. And but it, on the general, you know, on the general scale, you know, on the general kind of concept of being ghosted. Yeah. I like. I really want to let the listener know it's definitely not your fault. God, I am like who? What's the girl's name in Casper? Oh, I don't know. Well, that's who I am. <laughs> Hey, surrounded by ghosts surrounded by ghosts ghost, I'm a graveyard ghosts 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 honestly <laughs> I feel like I you know you're in a graveyard I'm in a graveyard you're in a dating graveyard dating graveyard surrounded yeah. by spirits like let me tell you you know the part of your whatsapp inbox that you can hide the archive that's what it's called yeah I can scroll through my archive that's how that's how many ghosts there are hanging around down there interesting that's how that's that I've I've been ghosted I I I so many times and look I know that you do not deserve to be ghosted I know that you are the catch of the century and I'm sure this listener is also the catch of the century but in fact I can see her profile picture she is stunning I'm sure she's incredibly intelligent I'm sure she is a fun and zesty texter (laughs) and I'm sure that your man was being a slice of damp bread and she deserves better and he yeah like and by the sound of things 
he, you know, damp bread is probably the last of her worries in that in that context. And is this harsh? Like, not that it's it's going to be harsh, but is this too like definitive? I I think sometimes I can be very much like, well, just do this and then it'll be fine, um, because that <laughs> that is that is my you know well. my mo. But like, you know, if someone ghosts you, look at it as less of your time being wasted. And more time for somebody and else. more time for someone else. Yeah. More time to leave the door open to someone who isn't an absolute bang of Casper off them. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Know? Absolutely. And it's hard not to, it, as we said, it is hard not to kind of reflect back and think, what have I done? What could I do? Mm-hmm. How will I move things on? Yeah. Um, but it's at the moment as well, I think it's important to remember that people, the way people are acting at the minute is in the midst of a pandemic. Yeah. And it can be kind of like, okay, yeah, let's talk. Um, we'll do this and we'll do that. And then people are thinking, well, like, one social distance date is going to lead to like you know a couple more but how much how far can something go when you have to have two meters between you yeah so i don't like as much as it might not be personal it might not be something overtly you know wrong either it could be the circumstances at the, yeah. at the moment yeah. you know yeah but, but um, i, I kind of get the feeling like let's just go specific this particular guy he was rattled he was <laughs> hyper he yeah. was driving illegally he was <laughs> bad mouthing his exes and yeah. he was um getting blackout drunk getting blackout drunk so i think it's fair enough like yeah just be like okay we'll chalk that one up to he was mad i dodged I dodged a bullet and yeah. I was ghosted because he was probably on a nine day bender somewhere. He probably doesn't even know his own name. Yeah, so. probably doesn't even remember. Yeah. Yeah. So look, don't worry about that. That particular occasion, you dodged a bullet really and truly. Yeah. Any other occasions where you get ghosted, don't overanalyze your own communication style. You just, all you have to think of is you weren't compatible for whatever reason. And they decided, like in a, in a way, men can be quite definitive in the sense that they just go, I'm not feeling this. It's not going anywhere for, for me. So I'm going to move on. And it, it it isn't necessarily, oh, they all of a sudden stopped thinking that I was attractive or, oh, they all of a sudden, you know, didn't like my personality. It tends not to be that. It tends not to be about you. Um, It tends to be just person their personal preference. So absolutely. If you're ghosted, you know. And it's not to say that it's, acceptable and it's not to say that it's a nice thing to happen because it's not and it's just again it's it's the I think the apps as they are yeah make it very easy for people to pick up people and put them down and choice and that's you know being spoiled for like at the minute options yeah Yeah. but um don't let it turn you into somebody that you're not either so don't try and go full throttle at the next match Mm -hmm. and try and change everything that you do because of this it's yeah. not it's uh, like as corny as it sounds it's not you okay when you said don't go full throttle at the next match i was like does she play sport <laughs> <laughs> sorry it didn't occur no. to me that you yeah. were talking about tinder like what's wrong with me i'm supposed to be the host of the sex and relationships <laughs> podcast okay so will we move on to the next one i think we should let me see here okay so this girl it's a we've another girl in the house this girl says um this is in the past but wondering if you could give me some advice i've been with my current boyfriend for eight months now he is amazing and i love him dearly however i still think about my ex every day and that's in all caps oh now i'm not sure if this is normal my ex was my first love i was with him for four years and we moved it and i moved in with him at the age of 19 We split up four months after this when I found out he was cheating on me. We kept in contact over the past four years as friends. We tried to make a go of things over a year ago 
and found that we didn't get on like we used to and constantly bickered so it lasted weeks. I've blocked him on everything including email because I do not want him in my life. We said everything needed to sorry we said everything we needed to say to each other so the book is closed. But why am I constantly being reminded of him on a day-to-day basis? Is it because he was so close to me as a friend for years after we broke up? That's a really good question. It is. And it's interesting that it isn't about like a live situation. This is just something that's in the past, but it's still affecting her. What do you think? I think I've had that experience myself not that a specific experience <laughs> play by play yeah but you do I think it's it's especially the f- your first love yeah. and um under those circumstances having lived together as well like the first person that you loved and the first person that you lived with albeit a short amount of time yeah but when you're younger four months is longer than it than like than the four months of lockdown yeah. do you know what I mean like yeah. although they were pretty hefty yeah. um I think there is a lot of weight put behind all that stuff. So yeah, lot, em- there's a lot of weight put behind firsts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And your emotional attachment there is so important. And it's what you build. A, you, it's like a frame of reference for everything else. And doesn't it embed itself? Like, you know, things that happen to you when you're in your late teens, early 20s. It kind of feels like because you are and I'm speaking from for my myself here yeah. not in general but I feel like when I was that age because I was so emotionally immature not not that I was you know a complete dope when it came to things like that but I'm I was way less emotionally mature than I am now and way less self-aware and aware of what I you know what my requirements are and all that kind of stuff, all the things yeah. that y- you develop between I suppose 19 and 32 but because it, those feelings embed themselves when you're so young and so relatively immature in yeah. terms of your emotions, it's very hard to claw your way out of those feelings. It re- because they're familiar, whether they're comfortable exactly. or not. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whether and it's, it's, your, it's your first experience of them. So like, yeah. I mean, everyone remembers their first McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Not to, you know, or like their first girl's holiday or their first trip to Paris or, you know. Yeah. There's, the, the first time you experience something that that's that profound I'm not talking about McDonald's here <laughs> I'm talking about the relationship but you know yeah the first time you experience something that profound it does really embed like it's almost like an imprint and yeah. then yeah absolutely and I think it, it but especially with relationships you do compare it's 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 yeah, it's, it's, totally. it's natural and yeah. it's you know that you're kind of going okay you know this this wasn't like that before mm-hmm. or this is whether it's better than better or worse I don't think is even is that important it's just like oh mm-hmm. this is different and you know yeah. um and what about you like because I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about my exes now in a second and how much I do or don't think about them um but what about you like your first love does he cross your mind very rarely okay I, I if I'm if I am honest very rarely I had to I suppose my first love was probably um I was like 16 15 16 and it was like a real you know silly teenage passionate like you know breaking up carrying on just yeah. you know holding the, hands 
you're holding hands because <laughs> that's all we did that's we all we did we were talking about it's absolutely fine leave room for the Holy Spirit um, <laughs> and then leave room for the Holy Spirit I know? love that we both went to Catholic school yes we Move did on. yes we did and then um, so there was that relationship and then that ended right before I went to college and then I had another one in quick succession sorry I'm going to call this episode leave room for the Holy Spirit that is so funny okay <laughs> So go on. I, I kind of I, I think of the second one more than I think of the first, if you get me, because okay, yeah. the second one. F- do you fir- think of that as your first significance? Yeah, almost yeah. I do. Okay. Like, because yeah. the first one was such a joke in so many ways and not the person, <laughs> just the, 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 the <laughs> let's hope he doesn't listen. <laughs> yeah. 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 The absolute, um, just the, the carnage that it was. Mm. Um, but you do, you do still hark back to exes. Yeah. 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 I think it's natural. And I think it's normal. I think so too. In, in, for me, like my, okay, well my, my first love and my first boyfriend and my first everything was my husband or yeah. is, is my husband. That worked out well, eh? It did. <laughs> it certainly came full circle, I can tell you. But, um, and that's fine. And, but you see, the thing is, in between that, obviously for anyone who is new to listen to the podcast, um, I wasn't like cheating on my, <laughs> my current future husband. Yeah, my current <laughs> husband. It was a case that um, we were together when we were teenagers, then we broke up and I didn't, we didn't um, get back together until I was in my late, late 20s, like 27, 28. So for um, my whole 20s, pretty much from when I was about 19, 20 until I was in my late 20s, I was um, seeing other people and uh, I actually lived with an ex. And, you know, yes, I compared my first love, now husband, to uh, any man that I, you know, went out with in the interim. Um, And was it always your first love? that you compared to or did you compare I kind of compared them all to yeah each other. I was going to say yeah. yeah so it's not necessarily just to this yeah, this no. yardstick it's kind of you know to each other yeah, yeah. exactly and when I say them all <laughs> <laughs> like I mean I wasn't there wasn't hundreds <laughs> but like it's certainly not significant anyway like there was um I I think the one the guy that I lived with I do think about him sometimes in the sense that we were really good friends before we got together yeah and sometimes I think um, I don't have any romantic feelings or any, you know, oh, what could have happened there feelings or anything like that. But I do think like, oh, I wonder what he's at or I you yeah. know, wonder how he is. And I think because it was, it, it kind of grew out of a friendship. That's a normal totally, thing as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like it kind of, it, it, it ended amicably in the sense that we kind of realized we were better off as friends than as anything more serious. Yeah. And then he got with someone else. And I got with someone else. And so we couldn't really be friends because yep. both of the new relationships were our priority and that was fine. So we haven't spoken. I haven't, you know, we don't, we're not in contact at all anymore. But I do occasionally think, oh, how, he, how is he yeah. getting on? And then another ex, um, like I think sometimes I think back how toxic of a situation, not toxic, but you know how bad, it's kind of like my of first situation yeah, yeah. that was. And you look back at things and you're like, how did I how did I behave that way why did I let him treat me that way or why did I you know you kind of just look back and question yourself mm-hmm. um but like you do naturally compare people that you've been with to your your relationship that you're in and it's it is very very normal to think about an ex every day though I don't know what, what do you think What's yeah your and I suppose it's like as intrusive as that but this question is going to be it's when are you thinking about them 
Are you thinking hey. about them? Well, <laughs> I mean, are you waking up first thing in the, the morning? Shower, Hello. <laughs> yeah. Is it like as soon as you open your eyes? Is it, you know, are you doing something every day that you used to do with them? And it's a, it's a very... Oh, that's actually a good, a good point. You know because, what I mean? Yeah, because for a while, there was a time in my life where I had to drive past a place that one of my exes worked. See? Every day. I had yeah. to drive past every day. And that obviously... You go by and you're like, well, they work there. And you, you think of them, you know. So if that's, if it's something like that and it's just a passing thought and it goes out of your head, then fine. Like, yeah. I mean, that's no harm, no foul. Yeah, no, because it's not, it's almost, it's been, you're it's, being reminded you're being of it. As a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your surroundings are forcing you to think of them. Yeah. Um, But if it's in a much more significant level, not mm-hmm. that that's not significant, but I mean, if, if you, if it's coming into your consciousness, because of its, own accord. of its own accord or because you are trying almost not to think about it for some reason yeah. then I think you need to think and like sometimes I, I okay this is going to sound bizarre but sometimes I feel sorry for celebrities or people people who date famous people okay right I just wondered where that sentence sorry, is going sorry no this, that's yeah. why I said it's going to sound bad which yeah. it of course did no I mean like imagine dating someone imagine okay for shits and gigs, let's imagine that your ex-boyfriend was Tom Cruise. Okay, <laughs> I well, don't know why I mean TG. Tom Cruise. Sorry, I'll take TG, that back. we're no longer we'll together. Give you someone, we'll give you someone sexy. Ryan Gosling. Okay. okay. So Sad. imagine, imagine for whatever, imagine you went to some kind of mad foreign school with Ryan Gosling at the same time and you met there and you were together for five years and then you went off and he went off and he became Famo. famous Ryan Gosling. Everyone in the world loves him imagine imagine having yeah. to be like flicking around netflix of a friday night and there's crazy there's ryan oh do you God. know what i mean yeah, like imagine mind. imagine Devastated. the influx of like reminders of your ex that yeah. would that, that and would bring about yeah like definitely absolutely because like i don't feel sorry for any celebrities <laughs> they're all rich not and celebrities famous. no but do you know what i mean they're like, they're, they're once they're once loves i'm sure do you feel like that yeah, but, but imagine like imagine you were just a lay person and you used to person. date yeah <laughs> you know what i mean you used to date someone and especially before they were famous and then also yeah. if they are famous and you were as you say a lay person dating mm. a famous person and then they're you'll always be that person's ex. Yeah. You'll never be your own self. No, you, you know won't. what I mean? And where are they now? Like, as in... <laughs> where are they now? This is taking a like, curve. <laughs> but, like, Ryan Gosling is now having actual human children with Eva Mendes. I know. Like, imagine... And, we like, imagine being that ex-girlfriend and mm. just being like, oh, okay. <laughs> Although, it, it might be a bit of a, an ego boost to be like, yeah. Well, yeah. You know. But on both accords. Yeah. But... Anyway, sorry. Totally on a tangent there. Go on. But I absolutely understand that because mm-hmm. not because I not because I've dated a celebrity but because <laughs> my MO when it comes to br- a breakup is yeah. cut and run so I'm like cut that sever that limb yes and I do a very good cut and run I literally it's like it's gone I don't know what it's you're gone. talking about Boom. every trace gone yeah and like you know remove myself from that part of said yeah. county yeah. city or yeah. borough yeah yeah <laughs> And you do do that. Yeah. You do do. Um, I, <laughs> and actually that's something about you that I've always admired. Um, your ability to do that. Like, uh, no, on, on the surface I do that. On the inside. Oh, and no, you, on the inside. I just did. That's a different story. <laughs> yeah. On the inside. Yeah. It's crazy, Jen. Um, you're still quite tethered to certain <laughs> si- situations. Um, but, <laughs> but on the outside, like you do, you are you delete numbers you block people yeah. you delete social media like you're very good at that 
Um, and I'm not so good. Like I'd still be, um, I don't know what it is in me that's that's like, no, it's fine. Like they can just orbit me for the rest of their lives. And you see, that would be fine, but I just can't trust myself. And I think the out of sight, out of mind is how I rock and roll. So if... <laughs> <laughs> yes, important to note that is the, the and roll. Yeah, that is as, as You important. both rock and roll. But the other thing is, has she done that? Has she cut ties? Oh, she said she did. She blocked them on everything. Did she say? Yeah, I, I think put, she did. I, sorry, I put my phone. We're far remember. away from that email now. But um, but yeah, like <coughs> I think okay, we need to advise this girl. So if she's thinking about him every day, we've kind of said okay, if it's if it's being enforced, like if you yeah. if it's not by it's choice, it's a trigger. If there's something triggering the the thoughts um that you can't control, and then it's not your fault. You're thinking about him every day because you know it's just you know almost by accident. Yeah, if he's coming into into your mind of of your own of your own accord and. And it's lingering and it's, you miss him and, you know, you, like, you said, she said she closed the book, but sometimes I feel as though. Did you leave the bookmark in? Oh, oh, well, (laughs) the metaphors are flying today. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is, this is something that I've often thought. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Sorry, I don't know why I haven't been sniffly at all today. And the minute the mic is on, I'm like sniffle city. Anyway, Mm. sometimes I think there's a certain element of competition with yourself. Now, bear, okay, bear with me. What I mean is you're in love with someone. You break up for whatever reason. And you, especially for your first love, you ha- you've ha- have a weird sense of ownership over them. Yes. Or like a significant relationship, you have a weird sense of ownership. So you're kind of like, well, well, yeah, like they, they exist in my world though. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. and not in a selfish way and not in a self-involved, self-centered no, way. No, no. But do you know what I mean? You, you can't kind of ever manage, imagine them being that to anybody else. Be- yeah, because that was, they were so significant to you. You're kind of competitive. You're kind of like, now, it doesn't mean that you want them back. No, By God, any no. means. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you're still in love with them. It doesn't mean any of that. But there's just something in there that that's, you know, there's kind of a, well, the cheeky you going off and being with someone else. Or you can just pause your, it's almost like you want them to pause their life. Yeah. And you go off and live yours, and but you just need to stay where I know you are, where I know you're safe, where uh, I know you're... Yeah. Where I know you, because you don't know them after a exactly, while. Exactly, they change. Exactly. They yeah. change, like we all do. Yeah. 
Um, and you can monitor your own changes, but you can't monitor their changes. So you're, yes. you want them to just be frozen in time almost. Yeah. So if it's a case that you are looking at them, maybe they're off living their life. Maybe they have a new partner. Maybe they are getting engaged, getting married, doing whatever. And you're looking at that and you kind of have a yearning because you're like, well, that was what we were going to do together. Yes. It can almost bring about not you don't it's not that you want it. It's just that that's the life that you had planned. And the fact that they're doing it with someone else is just just seems bizarre. Absolutely. Would you agree? I would agree because I felt like that. <laughs> I can. I, that <laughs> resonates. That that hits. That hits hard. Yeah. They're not currently, but it it did, it did. for a while. But it. But like. And, and I, again, I know, like if someone had said to me, yeah. oh, that's because you're yearning after that. Not a bit. No. Not a hope. And this is what I know. Yeah. And I like. I mean, I've been in that position <clears> as well. Like, in fact, I've been in that position with my husband because we were together, obviously, and then we weren't. And because he was my first love, when I knew he was with someone else. I was also with someone else. I was happy. I was living with someone else. I was living my life. I was, you know, working, doing my bits. I didn't want to get back with him. I didn't yearn for him in that way. No. But there was a part of me that was like, oh, but you're, you're off, li- you're off living your life. Is yeah. that, what's that about? You, you should just be paused there in time. And again, like I had no, um, I didn't foresee us getting back together. Like that was, I mean, uh, you know, there was always a part of me that, kind of I you know I think always loved him like I don't think I ever stopped loving him yeah but like I legitimately there was a time when I was like no we won't be getting back together why would we you know that's that's yeah. done but there was there was still a part of me that thought about you know well why is he with someone else now why is he dating someone else mm-hmm. why is he living with someone else that's really weird and it wasn't like yeah it wasn't a jealousy it was almost like a that's inconvenient for my subconscious because I have you in this particular place do you know what I mean yeah in that scenario where you were when it when we ended why are you out of your box yeah totally yeah yeah and it's, yeah so it could it's, be it's kind of disconcerting <laughs> it is it's just unsettling yeah. you're like hang on wait mm. whoa what are, what are you doing there yeah um so, so it, it could, could be, be that. that yeah, yeah it, could be, it that. could be but uh, although that was a lot of rambling from from both of us she about personal experience I hope it gives her comfort that it mightn't be anything to do with this like it's probably not a case of have a look at your current relationship and see what's going on there that's making you do that could be more personal mm-hmm. so have a think about why you're, when and why you're thinking about your ex and also um if there's anything like going on with you that's making you you know if, if there's anything substantial in your life that's changed and all of a sudden now you're trying to cling for some comfort yeah do you know that, and that's true actually the comfort thing is a big yeah. thing yeah so that could be because something that you know and something that's familiar can often seem like a safer option than yeah. something that's completely not unknown. Yeah. Um, but she does say, I mean, you know, he, he cheated on her. And he also says that they tried to make a go of things and they didn't get on like they used to. Yeah. And yeah, like the cheating thing is a big thing. And if it was, I don't know what level of, as in, I don't know if it was an emotional affair, if it was a kiss on a night out, if it was a sleeping with someone for four months. If it, you know, I don't know yeah. what level of cheating it was. Um once you consider it cheating that the trust is broken though so it doesn't really matter and, and there's a bit it sounds like there's nostalgia there more so than anything else more yeah. than love more than yeah. you know like a yearning it's yeah. more just like no do you remember and kind of you you might miss the potential that the relationship had you might miss the potential that the relationship had more or you might the miss the person itself. that you were then yes there's and that the person too. that they were then and the person they were then which they might not be now probably not that's an awful lot 
I think it, I think I it hope makes it was sense. helpful. I think we can't. Yeah, I think we got to the point Full there circle. after you know Meander. casual three hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the very last question because how long we've been, okay we've been on this episode for quite some time. Um, the last question, and I found this really interesting because it's a platonic relationship question, as I was saying before. Yeah. Um, from a from a uh, a listener who gets in contact a lot, and we always have chats and stuff. Really, really nice girl. Lovely. Um. So, okay, so this says, my question relates to platonic relationships, so I'm not sure if it qualifies for the podcast, but anyway, I'll give it a whirl. It does qualify. Um, I've just moved my life over to Ireland from Australia to be with the person I love. And I'm very happy with the decision, but I'm finding it very lonely. I moved over in August last year and was lucky enough to be able to continue working remotely for my employer in Oz. Australia, not like the wizard, the wizard place. Which I thought, because I anytime I say Oz, I'm like, I think of Oz, as in maybe I love Wicked too much. You absolutely, that's like that's you, definitely yeah, it, it is. Yeah. Um, which I thought would be great because I wouldn't have to worry about job hunting uh, while adjusting to life in a new country. Fair, lovely. It has been very handy, but it means that outside of my partner's family and friends, I've met no one, and I just feel like the ultimate loser. Oh, I've just turned thirty. Yay for pandemic birthdays. Am I right? Same. So she says, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You yeah. turned 30 during the pandemic. No. Well, um, it didn't. Uh, let me tell no, you, you listener, it doesn't count. No. So you get that 30th back next year when the world is not on fire. Which is fantastic. Yeah. You're um, welcome. Especially because you are 29. <laughs> <laughs> Come join me. <laughs> um, and I feel like I'm too old. And she puts that in quote marks. Too old to be on the hunt for new fr- new friends. My partner's family are great, but we don't really have a lot in common. And then, oh, this is nice. Sorry, I didn't read this bit. You seem to have such a fabulous squad of friends. So I was wondering if you had any advice for meeting people. Okay, well, now I'm going to cry. That's lovely. That is really sweet. And I can confirm I do have a very, very fabulous. I'm very lucky to have a very solid network of really good pals. And something else that you're lucky about is, and I actually seen a meme the other day that's mm. like, you cannot mix your friends groups. And if you can, you are so lucky. It's like, it, that wasn't the actual quote because that means nothing, but it was like a funny yeah, you know, take a on that. Of that yeah. And you, you are, you are the, you are the one, the one person I know that everybody that meets up is like, oh my God, how are you? And there's just this natural, like, you know, connection and bond and lovely. Now, obviously. That's why I was able to have eight bridesmaids and not cause World back, War. back to five, that. Yeah. yeah. Because like, obviously we all you know, get to know each other a lot better in the lead up to that. But, yeah. you know, it is, it's lovely. And it's a, it's a testament e- to your friendship making. Um, but even before, um, even before we, like you guys all met as, as eight bridesmaids. Oh yeah. You were all, you all knew each other and you had been at like birthdays of mine and things and had yeah. all gotten on really well. But do you know what I think? in terms of um friendships for me anyway and I don't know how you feel but I never ever ever close myself off to meeting new friends I was when the listener like you're said never at the too end old. there I feel like I'm too old in quotes or yeah. brackets or whatever yeah. um it's I would have felt at one stage actually when that second significant relationship broke up yeah my cut and run style is good for some things but bad for others and <laughs> I 
ended up kind of isolated socially in from a scene, not from people, but from a scene from that a I was, scene, yeah. yeah, that I was from really, a big gang of exactly pals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that I was used to and kind of got comfortable in. Mm-hmm. So um, it felt very lonely for a while on of a Saturday night, or you know when it was like a significant, like oh it's Christmas and Christmas drinks are you know all those kind of things. Yeah, but soon did I realize that that wasn't that like okay I got I ended up making more friends and like had better connections with people and I think the older you get in fact the more significant those friendships can be I agree and it because doesn't you know yourself it's the same as getting into a relationship Absolutely. when you're a bit older you know yourself better you know what will work and if you gel with someone it tends to lead to friendship you know uh, if you're both open to it and you see you're yeah adults now so you can you don't have to have a play date arranged (laughs) like you don't have to be like ma'am can I go and see Ashling after school today and she's like no I can't drop you over and you know you can get you can get there you can meet your friends you can arrange whatever you need to arrange for yourself um and also what I will say is and at the time when I was feeling particularly sad about myself Mm. um my mum used to be like go and join a club Mm. and make friends and I was like (laughs) <laughs> I just had like what type of cl- like a club like, the lonely gals yeah, club like, like what like she I was always, like you yeah. love knitting I was like I'm not joining a knitting club who do you think now obviously there's a lot of there's a lot of <laughs> knitting that's going on during the, the pandemic but like I just had this vision of like 80 year old women and we're all sitting around knitting in a circle and I, was like, I mean you could do much worse now than an 80 year old woman as a friend Come they're here. the best and I'm all about a diverse age a diverse age bracket for your pals absolutely yeah, but you know too. what I was after at that stage wasn't that I know what you mean you did yeah but and, and I do often think that you know that advice is kind of a bit useless to people. What I was just about to say, yeah, I've I I then in my mid to late twenties, mm-hmm. which I'm still currently residing in. Yes, you are twenty nine, <laughs> and we'll have no still. more said about it. Um, I joined a small like small strength and conditioning gym, mm-hmm. and didn't join for friendship, but have gained. She's a, she's jo- she joined family. for gains, and she has gained. Bones of steel. <laughs> and, uh, Where's this going? I love it. And a family. And a family. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. And they're such lovely people. And they're such lovely people. And I think the key is that it's a small, like you you specified, a small gym. Yeah. I don't think the same could happen to me in FlyFit. No, absolutely not. Because this is not the same type of community. And also I avoid talking to everyone in FlyFit because, hello, I'm a beetroot. Well, that, that I tried to do that, but it's the type of place where you can't really, it's small, you can't really avoid people and you end up having the chat and going for coffee and then before you know it, it's like... Friendships. Friendships. But what I'm saying is, don't, don't, like, try things like, like that. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> don't be suspicious. <laughs> but try, try those kind of things. Like, and as, as patronizing as it is when people are like, join a group or do a thing. I reckon coming out of the pandemic, there's going to be a lot more group low-key activities mm-hmm. than there has been before and there'll be a lot less massive nights out and I town agree. won't be pumping but I, th- I think the joining the club thing I like I mean a lot of you know they, people say when you're dating as well um instead if you don't want to use apps or you know yeah. go down that route that to, to take a take up a hobby I would say that that advice is what bothers me it's like okay I've never played badminton before but I think I might meet a man there so I'm going to join badminton no or or the same could be said for a friend. I, I've, you know, I've never knitted before, but sure, there's probably groups of women around the place knitting. So maybe I'll join. I think the, the key there is, and I think what you have kind of touched on and, and, you know, with the gym and that kind of thing, join things that you're already interested in. Yes. Like if you, if you're an avid reader, seek out a book club so that it will be a natural progression for you. 
and you'll meet people of similar interests. Absolutely. That's very, that is what I meant. Don't just take something up, but don't be like, if you're new to a place Mm. and there's something that you enjoy doing, try and find something local that you can do that, you know, something that you do, but that you can do locally. And I think don't go into it necessarily, you know, wanting friends. Like, no, get into it because you, you genuinely want to, you know, play badminton or or play tennis or read a book and be in a book club or whatever it is. Yeah, because especially if you're doing your work and you're seeing your partner and their family and that's that's what your life is evolving around revolving around. If you don't have a sense of your own free time and how you spend that or what you do for you, like what what's the things that you do for yourself? If there are things that you like to do, have a have a look around, get invested in those for yourself. And the more you do that, I think the I think you'll be surprised with how other people around you, not necessarily, you know, in that family group that you're mm-hmm. in at the moment, but that that are in the the area will react. Yeah. And I actually like I've kind of sort of not not quite been in the same situation in the sense that I moved to Cork with a man. <laughs> not Australia, not you know, I didn't time go, zones. I no. didn't, <laughs> I didn't go halfway around the world, although Cork is like a different world. Fair. From Dublin because they hate people from Dublin. Yeah. Um. I know they don't. Cork was. I absolutely loved living in Cork. I have to be honest. I lived in Balancholic um for a year with one of my exes, and I moved down down there for his job. So he got a job down there, and I actually had just finished a job. I had been like it was kind of a um, recessionary last in first out sort of okay. situation. Yeah. So I was let go from a from a place that I was working. And I was a free agent in terms of work. So when he got offered the job, I was like, well, sure, feck it, I'll, Why not? you know, might as well. So I went down. And the thing was, I didn't know anybody in Cork. Did not know one single person in Cork. Yeah. Um. I mean, I was not isolated. Like I wasn't, I wasn't in the city. I was in Ballincollig, like I said, which is a little bit out. So. Mm-hmm. What I did was I, because I had finished up with the job, I, and I'm a writer and a, a journalist, I knew I wanted to blog because, um, now at the time blogs weren't really big, a big thing. Um, there was a small blogging community in Cork, but I knew I wanted to do it, um, to keep myself writing regularly. So I set up my blog and I really did just insert myself into the blogging community in Cork and I met a selection of maybe 10 or 12 really really nice people um very supportive all had blogs whether they were fashion or beauty or music or you know philosophy or whatever the blogs are about and there were there were occasional like meetups and things like that and I just it was scary like oh yeah putting yourself out there like that you know I think I was I was I was younger I was maybe 21 when I lived in Cork 22 um but it was scary. It was like you're turning up to places by yourself and it's kind of like dating. Yeah, kind of. And you know But then there's a bigger group, it's not just one person. And it's and it's girls as well. So yeah. Like I mean, I definitely wanted to impress them more than I've ever wanted to impress a, date. a man. Because yeah. I wanted them to respect me and I wanted them to think that my shoes were cool. And I remember actually when I was going to the bloggers meetup, I bought a whole new outfit. And I'd never done that for a date before. Yeah. And I remember the outfit I bought a black pencil skirt and black like kind of cami top yeah and a grey blazer like a really muted leopard print scarf and these 
absolutely incredible heels from Aldo oh, that were really, really high up and had like 10 straps all the way down the oh, foot. Oh, wow. They were like, they were, oh, like as shoes go. I wish I still had them actually. Okay. But I remember, sorry, that's such a tangent, but I remember wanting so badly to impress. Yeah. The gals because they were all super, you know, I thought they were super fashionable and cool and I just wanted to be one of them. Like, um, and two of the girls that I met on that first night in you know, in Cork at a bloggers meetup were two of my bridesmaids and they both live in Dublin now. I'm very lucky that I've dragged them Imagine, up with me. Yeah, no, in <laughs> fairness, they both they both moved up, you know, themselves for yeah. work and uh and we live close we live relatively close to each other and I just saw one of them today and I'm gonna see one of them tomorrow. And amazing and that was again you know it was terrifying and I had to put myself out there but I did come out of it with friends for life and I also came out with it with out of it with you know all the rest of the gals I still you know we chat on Twitter and Instagram and yeah that kind of thing so I think it's you know you do have to take that bit of risk put yourself out there a little bit yeah and be open to friendship like I that's like that was my first kind of thing like I would never ever go into a situation and be closed off to the potential of making friends. Yes. Anywhere. Like, I would go into super value and I might leave with a mate. Do you know what I mean? You Absolutely. Just, yeah. You just have to be open to it and smile at people. I know that sounds so like, oh, smile at people. But like, I smile at lots of people and I chat to people and I make small talk with people. And it's it, those little it's things. It's those little, yeah. And like, if you go somewhere for a coffee every day. Totally start saying hello and how are you not only to the staff but like what I to the other was, people that yeah, are there yeah because for a while I was going to the, the same coffee place over and over at work and you end up getting to know the other customers because you all come in around the same time and totally. you have a bit of crack and a bit of banter and Mondays and Fridays you'd be like what did you do the weekend what are you up to this weekend yeah. you know yeah. and before you know it then you're kind of you're, you're just getting to that familiar stage yeah and there's nothing to say that that can't be what are you doing are you knocking around this evening do you want to grab a pizza do you want to grab it do you know what I mean yeah. like you just you never know totally. you never know and that's it I think it's the, you know to just be open to it and to um, you, you know there might be there might come a time where you have to take that bit of risk and yeah. you have to put yourself out there and you have to you know turn up to a book club by yourself knowing nobody but you will like you will be drawn to and you will find the people that are your people yeah and you know? like Ireland and Dublin especially is the size of a postage stamp so totally. you will you'll have a network within so so quickly within, yeah and I think as well it might be uh, worthwhile to maybe link in with other expats of Australia like any you know there's th communities on totally. I know definitely on Facebook I'm sure there are on other apps as well yeah. where you know people from different places that are like expats as you said mm -hmm. in different countries have like you know what do you do when I don't know the the ins and outs of like I don't know the Lewis that's yeah. a really bad example but you know what yeah. I mean like if you're new to if, it yeah yeah give us give us the hand here and yeah like there could be someone so close to you like geographically that yeah. you just never knew was also in a similar situation mm -hmm. so definitely that's do a really good point actually, actually a good one is um if you've got a pet I don't know if you have now obviously if you've got a like a turtle you can't take it out on a leash and walk it but like I mean if you've got a dog in fact, just dogs. <laughs> it only applies to dogs. Continue with the story and I'll tell if you if there's any wrong. If you've got a dog. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of people that... In fact, I know one one person in particular, a friend of mine in London, um, moved to a new apartment and wasn't really... You know, didn't really know people in the area. Yeah. 
was walking her dog on the same kind of route every day and met another girl who was walking her dog on the same route every day. Yeah. And now they're like super close friends. Yeah. Do you know? So those sorts of things can happen and you can bond over your dog or you can, you know, bond over. And that's the kind of thing that I was talking about in the gym and it Mm. doesn't have to be the gym or it doesn't have to be a group activity, but it's generally in a situation like that where it's like, oh, we both have dogs and we, we walk them and, you know, I see every day on the walk or... I grab a coffee in this place every day and you grab a coffee or, you know, like yeah. there's there, as you said, don't be shut off to it. And there's natural instances and opportunities to make friends mm-hmm. or to, you know, strike up even a friendly conversation that you don't know where it's going to lead. And don't put pressure on it. It might be a slow burner. Like as in, yeah, I, I know for a fact that you didn't walk into that coffee shop on day one and be like, okay guys, who, who wants to be friends with me? Are yeah. we going for dinner tonight? Or, you know, just yeah. let it happen. T- let, let it tip away. Um, <laughs> And you, but you will, in, in those instances, you'll draw, you'll be drawn to, and you will draw towards you people of your, you know, your mind, tribe, your same mindset. Yeah. You'll, as, you'll as find, you'll find people that are like you. And yeah. Um, I think that's the only advice I have on, on making friends. Like, I mean, a, a couple of the really good friends that I have, I met at work years ago. Yeah. And again, you know, we went to different workplaces and I still managed to cling on to them. I'm, I, I think I'm a bit of a stage five clinger, to be honest. Ah. Uh, <laughs> do you know what maybe there's, a, there's an element of that but there's also that you like you're a really good friend so if, but if I find someone and I like them I'm like hello yeah L- let's be fair like I'm not subtle about it I, I if I find someone that I think is absolutely captivating and and hilarious or you know super talented or whatever it is that I think is brilliant about them I'm not shy about no um, you're not uh, about telling them and yeah. about you know inserting yourself in the investigation yeah. it's one of my yeah. favorite things about you that you could go you could literally walk to the post box and come back with like five people and be like hey <laughs> these are my new pals yeah we all write letters it's like okay <laughs> <laughs> we all like post yeah <laughs> Tony, i love on post in the, in the midst of this lockdown it's given me great joy sending and receiving and yeah no i know. have gotten a worrying number of postcards from you rude <laughs> I just from every corner of my heart when I get (laughs) (laughs) when I get them I'm like oh yeah another postcard from Dre I mean I have been whatsapping her all day but a postcard I know you know what you I know you get you get posts on the reg but other people don't and I I've actually really enjoyed that as of late but anyway back to it has been in fairness sorry I'm slagging no I know because you know I like to slag you but it actually was lovely um so yeah I think that's I mean I hope that's decent advice Um, I hope so and you know Oh, actually I'm just going to mention quickly social media is a great place to make friends yes. and um you've made a lot of good friends there I have and I've I I yeah I have yeah. and like the brideys and you mm-hmm. know I have made friends on social media and carried that into real life um and there is scope for making friends on social media and so um always just be open to it just that's the key it's just, just be, don't be see friendship positive that's a great that's a great advice yeah that is. And just one other thing that I mentioned is oh. if if you think that you're like, I know working from home, doing the job that you had previously was ideal when you came to a new place. Mm-hmm. If you think that that's no longer satisfying you, you know, 
maybe yeah. look there too. Look yeah. and see if there's something that you could do here yeah. that, you know, is akin to what you are doing or yeah. your skill set. Like when set you get or, settled. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But no pressure there at all. But it's just another another potential. I love how you're like, just get a new job. <laughs> that should be easy. Change jobs. There's, 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 not a, there's not even a pandemic on this time. I don't know what you're talking about. It's fine. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, al- yeah. it's also, you know, if that's something that you feel like is limiting you, yeah. you don't need to be, you don't, you don't need to stay that way forever. Yes. You don't, yeah. your office doesn't have to be your home yeah. forever. Totally. Okie dokie. I think well, that we, was comprehensive. <laughs> that was comprehensive. And I, yeah, we've spent, uh, I, we initially was like, yeah, it's going to be half an hour, but Grant. No, no, it has not been half an hour, needless to say. Ooh. I hope, though I hope every everybody has enjoyed the last hour. I didn't do an episode last week because with everything that was happening, you know, with the Black Lives Matter movement yes. and like social media was such a kind of just a, it was a funny place to be last week and it was yes it was so full of feeling and so full of passion and so full of like everyone was heightened so i just i didn't want to be putting i didn't want to be adding to the conversation um because i don't think it, you know i don't think it's my place to in certain respects and then i also you know had done things kind of you know i gave 50% of my patreon yeah um earnings to various donations i i did that split the donation thing yeah so that kind of went to that and I did my, my few bits and I read up on some stuff and I spoke to some people and I had some in, you know, in real life conversations. And just last week, I I, I didn't want to just put more noise out there. It, that was it. I think you were just respecting the space that it was and yeah. what it was there for. And I mean, I know um, this is a sex and relationships podcast and it wouldn't have really necessarily come into it anyway, because race is not something that like would be spoken about much on the podcast. Yeah. But I think it has certainly made me more aware of diversity in my guests. And, yeah. you know, so that's something I'm going to concentrate on in future and really, you know, make a concerted effort to make sure that I'm um, thinking of every possible contributor. Yeah. Um, But yeah, last week, that's why I was kind of like, no, just chill your beans this week. Don't put out an episode. And also it gave me a bit of uh, headspace to think about other, you know, guests to come and stuff like that. So... Um, but I will have a guest next week. I have one lined up and ready to rock. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, actually, this is another thing I wanted to say. I've gotten, there's been a couple of absolutely lovely reviews on iTunes recently. And every time I go on to check and I see a new one, I'm like, oh, and I just want to give the person a hug. Now, obviously, hugs are illegal, so I <laughs> can't do that. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, if anyone has the time or the headspace to you know hop on and give an L star rating or if you have the time to write out a review I'd really appreciate it because um the podcast space is so competitive and like for a long while their private education was always in the charts it was always in the at least in the top 200 yeah and um I miss seeing it there to be honest well that's allowed and I think actually it's a combination of things it's it's new listeners um and reviews and you know yeah and I don't think I'm getting loads of new listeners because I think you've you've all found me. You're all here. We're here. You've got me. Mm-hmm. Um. So and I'm delighted with that, obviously. But uh, yeah. So if you if you want to share it with someone, I mean, that's absolutely fine. But the bottom line, that's what I'm saying. Um. And until next week, the usual. Thank you very much, Dre. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. Uh. And to everyone listening, stay safe. That's important. Very. At Have the fun. Moment. Also important. Have fun. Very important right now. And goodbye. Bye.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.